Hey y'all, and welcome back to This Is Your Life podcast, a podcast about becoming the best versions of ourselves, growing through experience, learning new tools to help ourselves and those around us, taking a leap of faith through our own intuition, and giving each other positive, encouraging advice and all-around love. How are you guys doing this week? I am... I'm still at home. <laughs> uh, I go back actually back to work on Wednesday and it's currently Monday. So that's kind of weird, honestly. Like I've gotten to a point where I like am very comfortable being at home and I've gotten used to being at home. And now both Zach and I have to go back to work this week, which just feels, it feels weird. We're making a lot of changes at work just with, you know, everything going on and the limited capacity and everything so that kind of also feels really odd to essentially be going back to a completely different job almost um but I'm a lot better oh I think I told you guys last week that I was going to update you on our date nights so what we ended up doing is Zach and I switch so he took Monday and I took Wednesday because he was ready and I wasn't <laughs> um and remember how I told you that I wanted to dance and eat Italian food well, Zach did both of those things, so, uh, yeah, so I essentially had to rethink my whole plan, but his was so, so cute. He, um, had made, like, a list of, like, different aesthetics, and then we had to, like, pick an outfit that matched that aesthetic, and then the other person had to guess, like, what they were being, so one of them was... Um, a hipster at a coffee shop. One of them was like a Christmas Eve dinner. One of them was um, dressing up as Lemon, my dog, um, if she was a human. And they were just really funny and really cute. And so there were like five of them and we'd like go put on outfits and we switched. And it was honestly just like really funny and really fun. And then we had some really good um, pizza and some tiramisu and drink wine. Um, we watched a movie that was really fun. And then finally I put mine together and on Wednesday when I did mine, um, I cooked dinner for us. So I made kind of like a poke bowl, which is almost like, if you don't know what that is, it's like a deconstructed sushi in a bowl. Um, so it's like rice. I did rice, salmon. I prefer like tuna, but Zach really likes salmon. So we did salmon. So it's rice, like sushi rice, salmon, um, what else did we do? He put onions in his. We did carrots. I did a little bit of mango and then like cut up cucumber and we just like eat it all together with um, chopsticks. It was so, so good. Oh my gosh. We should do that more often. We did that. We like sat on the floor and had dinner um, and then we went on like a long walk outside. We like bundled up because it was really cold and we just like went on this long walk and talked and it was honestly just really nice having I don't know. I wish I want to do that more. It was so beautiful out and like the lights in our town and I don't know. It just felt really good. And I feel like we had a really good conversation, which was cool. And we just came back and watched another movie. So that was my week. Um, yeah, but let's just get into this episode. So this week's episode is all about self-esteem, why it's so important to focus on in our adulthood how to build up your own self-esteem, and how to help build up others. Self-esteem is one of those topics talked about a lot in our childhoods, from our parents, our teachers, and if I'm not mistaken, I'm fairly certain that we talked about it in health class. I think there was a whole chapter on it, possibly, but why? Because for many people, not addressing our self-esteem is what can cause a self-esteem issue. 
Maybe you are too worried about not coming across as humble enough, or you are at a low point and have been there for a while. Maybe there's someone in your life who has been bringing you down and causing your self-esteem to plummet. I have had a hard time finding anything written about what I'm about to say, so I'm just going to speak from my own brain for a little bit. Reminder, I am not a doctor of any sort, so I'm going to speak directly from my own experience. Um, But if I had to guess, I'm sure there's other people who have experienced what I'm going to call this phenomenon. But right before that, um, let's talk about my history of self-esteem to kind of give you guys some backstory. I am someone who has had low self-esteem for honestly most of my life. I don't think I have previously mentioned it in an episode yet, but growing up I was diagnosed with social anxiety disorder, and that led to a lot of depression as well as generalized anxiety. I'm probably going to do an entire episode on social anxiety eventually, but for a quick-ish summary, um, social anxiety is anxiety dealing with any sort of social situation. This includes talking to strangers, making phone calls, ordering food at a restaurant, raising my hand in class, asking questions making friends, or being the center of attention in any way. It's extremely crippling and overwhelming, to say the least. It's something I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of my life, but I have made an immense amount of progress in the last six years. During my high school years and my first year of college was when I experienced the highest severity of it and the highest severity of my depression and low self-esteem. Not having the ability to talk to someone I didn't feel extremely comfortable with meant I wasn't making new friends. I wasn't having all the experiences during that time that I wanted, and I wasn't growing as an individual. I was embarrassed all the time. My friends in high school used to refer to my anxiety as my shell, or that I was socially awkward. And in high school, I mean, even now if someone said that to me, it was very embarrassing and hurtful. I don't hold any resentment towards them about that, especially because I used to laugh with them about it because I was way too embarrassed to say otherwise, but it hurt. It also just reinforced my actions. That feeling of shame I was experiencing kept me in my shell, kept me from trying to talk to someone new or develop my social skills further because I thought there was no way I wouldn't embarrass myself. I was in a constant state of being hyper aware of my actions and embarrassed of any that I made. My self-esteem was at an all-time low and I truly didn't know if I could ever repair it. It took many years and a lot of hard work to get to where I am today and I still experience symptoms of it. Heck, I experience it anxiety every single time I post an episode. I start thinking about all the people who knew me way back when and if they listened to it what they would think of me and I begin this mini cycle. It may only last five minutes as I'm posting the episode compared to the eight years it lasted back between middle school and my freshman year of college, but it's still something I'm working towards. And I want to be able to share with y'all how I've been working on it, how I began to build up my self-esteem, and how I continue to work on it every day. But what about that phenomenon you were talking about? Well, this is something I've experienced more recently. In the last couple of years, as I've continued my journey of building my self-esteem, for a while I've really struggled with the balance of having a high positive self-esteem but still coming across as humble. I wanted to exude confidence and have that dazzling smile that ropes in anyone within my reach, but I didn't want to be cocky. When someone complimented me or one of my achievements, I would always push it off and pretend I had no idea what they were talking about because I didn't want to be cocky. 
I didn't want to seem full myself. When I would push off compliments or anything else of the sort, I didn't feel powerful and dynamic and impressive. I felt little. I felt like I was lowering my own self-esteem by not accepting what kind words someone else had to say about me. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like there has to be other people who have experienced this imbalance, this internal struggle, as they've started to actually build up their self-esteem. You're so used to living a certain way and feeling a certain way about yourself that when you start to feel these positive, loving feelings towards yourself and other people express those feelings towards you, it's almost difficult to accept. Like you just want to reject everything or if you do accept it, you're a bad person. Well, how did I break that cycle? What worked for me? What I decided is that I can worry about all of that later. Because when I'm worrying about coming across as humble or making sure I'm not cocky, what I'm really worried about is what the people around me are thinking. And gosh darn it, I have spent my entire life worrying about what other people think of me. What matters is what I think of me and what my goals are. And one of my goals is to excel in my professional career, whatever that may be, and make a difference in other people's lives, to help people and to excel at it. And how does one excel in any area of their lives? They don't care about other people and what they have to say about them, and they continue on. They remain confident and focus on growing and improving. They find a passion and they focus on that. They find a, you find a fire within yourself and you feed it. So that's what I'm doing. No, it's not an overnight process. There's a lot of ups and downs. There's a lot of highs and lows and it takes work. But as we learned in previous episodes, the mind can accomplish infinite amounts of growth and healing. And building your self-esteem is a form of healing. Healing a part of yourself that over time has been slowly breaking, incident by incident, finding larger cracks along the way. Ones that have to be fixed, but to be filled and placed back together, it takes time and effort and personal attention. It's a healing process, one that teaches us more and more about ourselves, one that forces us to grow as well as reflect, one that pushes ourselves out of our comfort zone and into the world we want to find ourselves in. Real quick, I want you to take a moment and picture a pie. There are six slices to this pie, and each one is labeled with one of the aspects of our self-esteem. The slices are helping others, social belonging, personal pride and confidence, growth and improvement, competence, and self-love. I've seen different articles listing the core components of our self-esteem, and some list four, some list ten, but I condensed it down to six that I think are the most important aspects of our self-esteem. Each one is a different piece that needs to be fulfilled to complete the picture of our self-esteem and how to grow it. Like a pie, you need to put in the work to make it and then the time and effort and love to bake it. There are many activities that can help grow multiple different slices of the pie, but each one needs its own love and attention. So, I've made a list of what has helped me and the strategies and techniques I still continue to use that I find helpful for you all to try. The first one is something that I have recently found helpful and I honestly really enjoy. I call it my gratitude reminder. It's something I try to do every day, but if not, as often as I can. 
what a gratitude reminder is for me is sitting down in my journal, making a list of things that I'm grateful for each day. Similar to like a prayer where you thank God or the universe or whoever you may choose for the positive in your life. Personally, I enjoy physically writing it down. I think I've mentioned in almost every episode how much I enjoy writing and journaling, but your reminder doesn't have to be journaling. It could be an activity that you complete during a meditation, a list you keep on your phone, a note that you make to yourself mentally each morning or night, or it could be it could become a daily habit for you and your significant other at the dinner table. Reflecting on what you're grateful for and gives you joy. Try to make a point to have at least one thought be about yourself. This could be something like, I looked really pretty today and I like my makeup. Or, I was generous and shared part of my lunch with a friend today. Or, I worked out today and it made me feel good about myself. Any little thing will do. Having those moments of pride in yourself will help build your overall self-esteem. Even just creating a mantra to tell yourself each morning or night. Something as simple as, I am proud of you. Looking yourself in the mirror or taking time during your meditation to tell yourself, I am proud of you, or I love you, or you are a kind and beautiful soul. The more often you repeat a mantra to yourself, the more you will begin to truly believe it and trust it. Trust yourself. You can even keep this as a separate list if that's how you're taking on this daily task. One list of what you're grateful for and one list of why you're proud of yourself. And bask in that feeling. Feel it in the crown of your head down to the tips of your toes. Smile through the process. Heck, have a quick little stream of happy tears. The first time I did this, I was standing in my bathroom looking at myself. (coughs) Sorry. I was standing in the bathroom looking at myself and I started telling myself how proud I am and how far I've come and what I've accomplished and that I love myself. I started crying. (laughs) I hadn't felt that love of, of myself and that pride in a long time. Years even. I hadn't let myself experience that love because I didn't feel like I deserved it. And now I finally do. It's an experience everyone deserves to work through and feel. As you learn to accept your own love and compliments, it's important important that we work on accepting compliments from those around us. Don't just push them off and laugh. Don't do that thing where we just go, no, and push the entire compliment off as if we're rejecting it. Start to say thank you and accept that compliment. Let that feeling flourish inside of you just as you did when you began to, began, wow, (laughs) began to accept your own love. When you reject a compliment, you reject that opportunity to grow your self-esteem. You're not allowing others to help you and appreciate you. You can't feel that pride you've been looking for. Okay, so accepting compliments addresses our pride and confidence slice of the pie. But living outside of our comfort zone helps complete the competence and growth slices. If being outside of your comfort zone is something that you really struggle with, then this is going to be one of the tougher activities, but it is so important and so helpful. This is a project that you can make as big or as small as you want, but essentially you're making a list of things that scare you, but you've always wanted to do. Almost like a bucket list, but they don't have to be such extravagant activities like having a large wedding or going skydiving. 
It can start with items like talk to someone I don't know and strike up a conversation or go to my doctor's appointments alone. Obviously, those two work geared definitely towards my own issues, but again, find things that fit you and fit the things that you're scared of. Create a list so that you have different levels to work through, slowly reaching further and further outside of your comfort zone. Those examples could be a level one is something like wearing an outfit that you love but you've been too nervous to wear out, or level two could be going on a date. Again, you can keep this as a list on your phone or sit down one day and make it a section in your notebook that you get to fully decorate. But the key is to actually work through the list. Take your time and don't rush yourself, but put in the work and work through each item. Check them off as you complete each task and work through the levels. Push yourself out of your comfort zone, or for me, my shell, (laughs) and grow. You're going to learn so much more about yourself and feel so proud. Yes, it will be scary and nerve-wracking, but as you complete more and more tasks, you're going to continue the growth process and see yourself accomplish more than you ever thought possible. You're going to push yourself to become more and more solidified as the human you are and shine through the soul that you possess. Your independence will grow and escalate with you, which in turn grows your self-esteem and that feeling of self-worth. Enjoy yourself. Do what makes you, what already makes you happy and makes you feel confident. Wear your favorite outfit. Get your nails done. Plan, plan, play your favorite game or sport or sit down and paint. Open your favorite book and lose yourself in it. Go for a run. Give your dog a kiss. Cuddle with your significant other. Drink a good cup of coffee and let yourself feel like you could drown in it. Go look at the Christmas lights near town and drink a nice cup of hot chocolate. Anything that makes you fall in love with yourself and the world around you, do it. When I was younger, in middle school and high school, my favorite activity was playing soccer. I played on the travel team in my town and I was obsessed. I could not get enough of it. When I wasn't at practice, I was kicking the ball around in the street with my teammates. I loved it so much and I felt so confident as if I was radiating when I played. Whatever it is for you that gives you that same feeling, do it. It doesn't have to be a sport or an after-school activity. It could be literally anything. Taking a hot bath, for example. Enjoy what is within your comfort zone as well is just as important. Feeling that radiating confidence and positive spirit helps increase our self-esteem as well. Pick yourself up and put in the effort. Do yourself a favor and care about your self-esteem and personal self-image and how you see yourself. Continue to praise yourself and love yourself. Love yourself and love those around you. Lastly, help those around you. A great way to improve your self-esteem, as well as helping improve others, is supporting and caring about other people. Giving someone a meaningful compliment, helping out a friend with homework, or helping them move. Volunteering? Think about how you felt the last time you helped someone else. This could be the last time you emptied the dishwasher before your mom asked, or you cooked dinner for your significant other as a surprise. How did you feel? Pretty good, right? When we give our love to those around us and show them our appreciation for them, we fill an area of our self-esteem that the other activities can't. We reach a completely separate part of our soul that needs just as much attention as the other areas. 
If you're having a hard time accepting compliments or giving yourself the love you deserve, helping others and giving that love can sometimes help. This doesn't mean neglect yourself or give all your energy to other people. You still need to give give yourself that time and love, but others... But helping others when you can, can help boost that positive, warm feeling to then lend to yourself. The last slice of pie is social belonging. Finding others around you that hold similar values and goals and love you. I know that sometimes that can seem almost impossible. You feel like you know everyone in your town and they suck. (laughs) Or you have a friend group, but they're not as loving and as encouraging as you want them to be. There are so many ways to improve friendships you already have and form new ones. I recently did an entire episode on friendships in adulthood, so I'm going to link it in the show notes. But if this is something you struggle with, try adding different aspects of it to your comfort zone list. Break it down to the smallest task you can think of and grow it through the levels. Push yourself to meet new people and then apply the techniques we learned about in the previous episode to grow and nurture that friendship. Guys, to be able to accomplish the goals we hold for ourselves and wish to accomplish, we need to put in the work not only on the goal goal itself, but on our self-esteem and how we feel about ourselves. Having love for yourself and confidence is having more fuel to accomplish and reach our our dreams. It keeps our spirits high and our motivation running. The engine that is our soul needs the fuel of self-esteem to run. And that self-esteem is a pie. (laughs) That fuel is a pie. A delicious, homegrown, perfectly baked pie. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I hope you learned something and can take away a new technique to help build your own self-esteem. I'll have links for everything mentioned in this episode in the show notes. Go follow and like my new Facebook page. You can just search This Is Your Life Podcast. I'm super excited about it. I'm going to be posting more daily updates there and previews to upcoming episodes, as well as more resources for you all to use. If you have any requests for topics, you can email me at thisisyourlifepodcast at gmail.com. And remember, guys, this is your life.